Imagine a vast sheet of paper on which straight lines, triangles, squares, pentagons, hexagons, and other figures, instead of remaining fixed in their place, what move is about he talking freely about? On I have no idea. The, 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 the Doctor Who episode, Flatworld. Introduction. Flat line. You've been reading your Victorian flat novels land. again, haven't yeah, you? Flat, flat land, romance of many dimensions. No, wrong one. No. Is it any good? I mean, there was episode. This is age. Swat. Don't worry about it. He'll catch up with it being the TV programme. Yeah. Fifty and beyond. Yeah, it'll, it'll be better after some cake. Get some sugar We've in him. Cake. We might have cake during the episode. Yes, if you're a good boy. Welcome, 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 dear listeners, to this, the latest in a long line of staggering stories podcasts. I'm Crumbly. I'm Master Man. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I am just Keith. You're Majestic, inner. proud, and probably ancient. Probably. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, had a recent birthday. You yeah. did. Yeah. Happy, happy birthday. Da, happy, da, 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 da. A week ago today. A week ago today. Although, yes. yes. Although we're celebrating it today there with a mystery there bag. Have, oh, yes. There I have will presents. be cake and frizzies. Oh, no, I, I have not. Oh, oh he's dropped his coke. Oh, that's okay. Didn't leak. Oh, it's that type of we coke. We will be opening prezzies in due course as part of the whole event. Yes. He's Rather sparkly package yes. you've got there, Keith. Yes. He's fondling his present. Ooh. <laughs> I feel my presence in the force. Ooh. He's half a century Oh, oh another oh. present. They're all very sparkly, half aren't they? a century. They? I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. It's a vase. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I have one thing to say on the statement. You have to open them on, the, on air, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, oh, yes, yes, oh, I'll yes. I'll open them on air. Well, actually, I'll open them on my lap. Take some hmm. meagre crumb of consolation. You'll never be as old as I am. <laughs> <laughs> Depends who dies first, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Wait! Anyway, without further ado, bringing you a gallimorphy of goodies, it's the news with El Presidente. Yay! Hooray! Why is it the news of El Presidente? Because he's El Presidente. But yeah, we're all here. I wrote it. I don't know. <laughs> oh, excellent. Okay. With El Presidente. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Okay. Can't you send the sarcastic, maniacal lilt to the words? Oh, and then he's... whenever the word's Karen Gillan, it's written in a love so yeah. tender. I'm, I'm just wonderful Karen <laughs> Just scanning through. So far, no death, but well, hmm, yes. who knows? Well, there might yes. be an addendum. There might be yeah. an addendum. <laughs> anyway, Minister of Chance. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Kickstarter, some live action. Cool. Yep. Mm. Minister of Chance, the freebie audio spin-off from 2001's Doctor Who Death Comes to Time audio play, is now looking to make a live action film, assuming it can raise enough money via a Kickstarter campaign. 
Julian Wadham plays the infamous minister, with Paul McGann and Sylvester McCoy clashing as opposing leaders on the visited world. As we record, they are a little over a third of the way towards their £100,000 goal. Oh, mind you. Mind you, it's 100000 that's not too bad. With only a week and a half left, yeah. can you help right save the project? More info at www.ministerofchance.com. Mm. Mm. I'm doubtful they'll make it, but uh, maybe... Yeah. I want them to make it. In? Yeah. Have we all listened to Minister of Chance? I have million listened, I ask. Yes, I've done it a couple indeed. of times. I really liked it, especially yeah. the sound design. Yes. Yeah. I think I have. Ooh, have, you, okay. have you heard Death Comes to Time? 2001, it was broadcast on the BBC It webpage. was the, the web play. Mm. Sylvester McCoy, Sophie Aldred, Dr. Leg. I should have Dr. Leg. Dr. Leg from EastEnders and a brief cameo of... I mean, it might have, and I've so long ago I've lost it. Fenton. Lennon Fenton and... And Anthony Stewart Head has a cameo, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. And, and John Sessions. And uh, yes, John, John Sessions. Se- oh, he's brilliant, John Sessions. <laughs> and even the brig gets in there towards the end. Oh, bless. Stephen Fry. Yes, Stephen Fry was yeah, the was minister. The original minister. And it was regenerated into sort of the, yeah, the first big BBC web project, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, anyway. Spoil it, but it doesn't fit in with continuity. No, it oh, doesn't. No. It doesn't. Don't try and understand it. But yes, Minister of Chance Audio is really good. I'd recommend it. Ghostbusters 3. Reincarnated rather than resurrected. Mm. Sounded rather sexy there. Is there a reason for that? <laughs> well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Stuck mm. in development hell for many years, Sony Picture has given up on the Ghostbusters 3 script that the original creators, Dan Aykroyd and the late Harold Ramos, had cobbled together. Instead of that continuation, the old team has been buried for director-producer <laughs> Paul Fick in an all-new reboot. Sounds good. Mm, maybe. The Heat's Kate Diplold, I think that's how you pronounce it, has been chosen to write the new film, swapping the all-new Ghost, uh, the all-male Ghostbusters team for an all-female one. Ooh. Fick said of the new film... My favourite thing to do is work with funny women. I was like, <laughs> what if it was an all-female cast? If they were all women, suddenly my mind kind of exploded. Your mind? <laughs> <laughs> Sticky. <laughs> what if we just make it new? It's always hard if the world has gone through this big ghost attack. How do you do it again? I wanted to come into our world where there's talk of ghosts, but that's not really credible. And so what would happen in our world if this happened today? Hmm. There is no word if Slimer will return. Outrageous. Slimer no. has to he's come back. He's got to back, He's yes. got to be female, apparently. <laughs> For well, you, Slimer. Yep. And male Janine. Male, ge- male Janine. Oh, yes. oh okay. <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> there is talk of trying to get back the uh, surviving cast members in cameos. Okay. Yeah. They, they could be bosses. Mm, yeah. Maybe. 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 Janine. Yeah. <gasps> now, now the guy with no dick will be a woman with no dick. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that doesn't work somehow. No. Yeah. no. Walter, Walter, Walter. <laughs> on how the woman started in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> so, Walter Peck. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Walter Peck. Merlin. Oh, yeah. Goes for some Swedish action. They're all up to it now, aren't they? (laughs) Fnaf, fnaf. Channel 4 and AMC are working on a new sci-fi TV series called Humans, based on the 2012 Swedish series... Come on, come on, come on, you do it, That's why I went for the Ghostbusters. Actor Mansico score. (laughs) Björkberg. Real humans in non-chef speak. (laughs) (laughs) 
Both series are set in a near future where robots, or synths, are commonly used as domestic servants, but some have attained free will. Dun, 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 dun. Why did we just... It <laughs> <laughs> <That> was dramatic. <laughs> a dramatic pause. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the eight-part UK series will feature the likes of Colin Morgan, Merlin, Rebecca Front, The Thick of It, Will Tudor, Game of Thrones, Catherine Parkinson, The IT Crowd, and Tom Goodman-Hill, Mr. Selfridge. Mm. Be ready to dust off your three laws, or maybe four. There is actually four four laws of robotics. Mm-hmm. Well, that came in later. Um, it well, was added to. Yeah. Well, there's the zeroth law. Yeah, you know, robots must protect uh, humanity and blah 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 blah. Yeah. Sometime in 2015. Mm. Mm. Sounds interesting. I don't know. Mm. Mm. I clearly don't haven't seen the original. So yeah, no. can't can't judge on that one. So. Good that Channel Four are doing something. Yes, they haven't done anything since Misfits. It's, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. And look what happened there. They ended up pulling down the blooming estate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Literally, they drove past it again this morning. <laughs> <laughs> DC ready to fight back. Against the Marvel behemoth. Dun, dun. DC comic character. <laughs> 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 it's an age thing. <laughs> I've got one thing and the other one going, uh one DC Comics characters are taking a beating in the movie box office at the hands of Disney's rapid-fire Marvel blockbusters. Ha, ha, ha. because they're better. <laughs> now that Superman is no longer wearing his underpants on the outside and Batflick is on his way to Gotham, DC are ready to pow, bam, whap and bonk Marvel <laughs> with a massive series of new films. Currently scheduled the 10 films to a year from 2016. So in March 2016, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> How right. many titles can you yeah, have for a film? How long does it have to be? August 2016, Suicide Squad. No sequel there. You, you, you can <laughs> see the complaints from that. <laughs> June 2017, Wonder Woman. Wonder no, no, Woman. it's been... Wonder Woman. Sorry. <laughs> Wonder Woman. <laughs> November 2017, Justice League Part 1. Part 1? At least they're saying Part 1, so you're not mm. being you know, lulled into... Oh, I'm sure it'll only be six months later, Part 2. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah you're bound to be. March 2018, The Flash. Uh. <laughs> of which there's a new series coming on to Sky series, One yeah. soon. Oh, that's true. Yeah. July 2018, Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman gets a film. Yeah, I've scraping the that one. I've just seen what's next. Yeah, April 2019. All together now. Shazam! <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> okay. The barrel hasn't been well and truly scraped. <laughs> June 2019, Justice League. Part two. So that that date again. Later. Yeah. 2019. Yeah. <laughs> April 2020, Cyborg. Never and, heard that one. No, yeah. just, just generic. And June 2020, Green Lantern. Again. I somehow yeah, not have, with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, ah. dear. <laughs> I somehow have a feeling that Marvel doesn't really have too much to worry about. No. None of those strike me as particularly... Uh, Interesting characters, eh? No. Maybe Batman versus Superman, but that's pretty much it. Yeah. I'm liking the sound of Shazam, but then I don't know anything about Shazam. Shazam. He goes, Shazam! Shazam versus Cyborg. Yeah, when he was Marvel or something, what's um, something like that? No, he says Shazam when he changes into his um, superhero. It's not the name of the character, is it? No. (laughs) No. Shazam. It's like, I like Wonder Woman. 
But I've seen the picture of the lady they've cast for it. Yeah, she's going to be in the uh, Batman with Superman. She is. But I love the quote of a, a young teenage person who put onto <laughs> it that this woman's Wonder Woman. Isn't she supposed to have something up top and something <laughs> down bottom and a waist in between? And hmm. did they just not want to cast a bloke and couldn't find one? <laughs> oh. And I'm like, oh. oh. And I looked at it and I said, hey, Wonder Woman is supposed to be an Amazonian. Yeah. She's supposed to be about six foot. Spatuous. And quite well muscularly yeah. and heavily built. Not a skinny little fashion model. <laughs> so Wonder Woman has become a gladiator. She doesn't even she looks more like a fashion model. Oh right, okay. <laughs> Anorexic. That's the one. <laughs> oh well, we shall see. Yeah. <laughs> Any addendums? I I have one addendum. Right. Don't show it to anybody. Uh, the episode from the Doctor Who episode from where we're sitting last night, or uh, over the weekend, should I say? Yes. Was Flatline. It was. Yes. Yeah. You can now own your own sieged TARDIS. Oh, yes. Already? Ooh, Already. Really? Already. Quick off the mark. It's produced by Rubber Tone Replicas, who actually produce props for the show. So it may okay, have, official may, then. Mm-hmm. So it may have been uh, the actual person who designed this initially oh, for, okay. for the show yep. uh, they are producing a paperweight <laughs> okay. of your very own does it come with a hand no no yes. it doesn't come with a hand no, unless door. it's a hand holding it yeah. mm. no door on the siege no, no no on the siege there's one small problem it's the price tag yeah, much? No, the price tag is 50 quid Oh, 50, uh, isn't it? Just yeah. a paperweight, I suppose. Hmm. Probably yeah. quite solid. A bit of yeah. resin or something. Mm-hmm. So you can purchase it from Rubber Tone. Uh, rubber Tone. Rubber. Yeah. A bouncy R-U-B-B-E-R-T-O-E. siege target. B-B-E-R-T-O-E. Rubber Tone. Rubber, rubber Tone. Okay. Rubber Tone. Rubber Tone. Rubber Tone. Rubber Tone. Rubber Tone. <laughs> they made the one for the programme. Yeah, I'm quite they? sure. Because yeah. they, they do make props. Uh, he does make quite a few uh, metal sonic screwdrivers. and. Um, yeah, I saw a Facebook thing said that we made this beautiful thing and now you can own it. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> there was um, Time Heist. They made, mm. the, they made the safe door. Mm. Really? You, okay. You've got quite pho- a big commission, that one. You've got a photographs of them, literally. You've got yeah. photographs of them knocking it together and building it. But oh. yes, you can now actually... Didn't own... rent it then, like did back in Collins' time. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Paid more for it than for... Uh, for Nicola. Nicola Bryant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you can actually own the... Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Mm. Is, it, is it the right size? It's, it's yeah. potentially the right... Looks about the right looks size. Looks about right, yeah. With the hand there. Yeah. Okay. Hand not included. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. We do have a sad addendum. We do. Sadder than that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> really sad. Um, unfortunately, we do have a sad addendum. Unhappy sad. Unhappy sad. The Inquisitor, Linda Bellingham. Um, dead. 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 Yep. Passed away yesterday. Um, yeah, 66. Not that old, 66. Really? Um, no. Suffering from cancer. And yeah. she, wa- she hadn't actually finished her chemo treatment. No. Mm. She was going to finish it at the end of the month to hopefully be with her husband till after Christmas. But fates didn't turn out that way, mm. so she's no. regenerated to wherever people regenerate in these yeah. circumstances. Yeah. 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 Really sudden, wasn't it? Oh. She it was. On, was. She's been on TV last, yeah. Yeah. Week. Last, last week, I think, she was doing the TV circuit. Yeah, yeah. and a few years ago, she came back and did a couple of uh, big finishes, didn't she? As Inquisitor yeah. Darkle, I think. Yeah, Darkle, I think she was gave her the Yeah, but we all know her as the Oxo Lady. <laughs> <laughs> that too, yeah. Yeah, creature's great and small as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, Peter Davison mentioned her, didn't he? On, yeah. uh, on stage a few weeks back, or whenever it was at uh, Hooverville. Yes. Oh well. 
Any more after that? No cheers. We are addendum now. Yep. That's end of the news. It's time to open present one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. On my lap, a package. Ooh. <laughs> really? <laughs> Some of the uh, sparkliness yeah, from that the, package the, the is already on your forehead. Your jeans, yeah. Yeah, so I've got glittery jeans. jeans. It's going to be from Scott, then. Like yes. <laughs> what, what I do like about it is, is you've got glitter and roundels. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. On, on the package. Dalek bumps. Yeah. Dalek bumps. Just in 2D, you see. Ah, uh, you're right. Oh, yes. Which yeah, goes in there. very well with one of the uh, programmes we're talking about. Exactly. It's, 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 it's not taped up to... Um, it's good taping, it's but it's not I, I, taped up to... Uh, Adam's there. Day, I, I wanted yeah. to go mid-range. I didn't want to be lazy. I didn't want to be over the top. I just wanted to be well, there medium. There was a lot of wrapping paper. Ah, I, I was just going to say, you know, <laughs> right, given, the start the music, story, yeah. given the first story we're looking at is the um, Orient Mummy. Express. Yeah. It is a bit Art Deco. It is, yeah. It is a bit, the actual present, though, oh, this could go either see. way. DVDs? It is a DVD. It is the Legacy Collection. The oh. what? The Legacy Collection. Sharda and more than 30 years in the past. Oh, okay. Neither that's, which I've got. That's right. I that's splashed out on an incomplete story in a clip show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good Happy Hello, 50th. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> No, I haven't seen mm. Sharda. I've never. You've been to Cambridge Sharda. a couple of times, seen Where's ha- Phil. You've been, yeah, 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 you've done the tour a couple Actually, of times. Uh, and just to put your Tim mind Drake. at rest, it does have the addition of Kef McCulloch. I just know. Okay, yeah, I yeah. should sleep easier. For no yes. Thank you. Don't Thank let you that put you off. <laughs> I used to have more than 30 years in the TARDIS on VH. I oh, still have. I found yes. it only a few weeks ago. My did, did you keep that oh, one? I think I've still got it. I need to. Yeah. I've got it on DVD, but should I transfer it? It's probably exactly the same. So it is exactly oh, yeah. the same. You should transfer 30 years in the TARDIS. Oh, maybe that's the one I've got. Yeah, the, the transmitted episode. Yeah, bit shorter, that. different music. Yeah. So that was from Scotty. That was from yes. Scott. Thank you, Scotty. Mm. That's okay. Okay. Now then, yes. Doctor Who. Mm. Uh, what are we doing? This one is Mummy. On... Are you my mummy? <laughs> on the old <laughs> <Express. laughs> Yep. <laughs> In space. In space. <laughs> in space. It was one that I thought had been glossed over and lost and forgotten about. Yeah, I assumed that uh, we'd had that story, but never it was never televised. Because yeah. obviously uh, the end of Series 5, yep, you got Matt the phone Smith call. gets the yep. phone call. Oh, cool. Big Big Bang. Bang. Yeah. 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 Right at the end of Big Bang, yeah. yeah. Just for oh, a moment, I won a really good Christmas about. special. Yeah, and then the next thing we know... Then we're not anywhere near any Orange Express. But it was a good Christmas <laughs> special. It was a really good Christmas special. Was, that yes, one was a good indeed. One. But it wasn't what we expected. No, 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 no. But we're getting back to it now. Yes. I loved this story. Well, that, that ends the review did. then. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's okay. That's <laughs> the end of the review. Okay, next. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very, very Agatha Christie. It was. It was. It was oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. It, it had more Capaldi in it. <laughs> yes! <laughs> they sidelined Jenna Coleman completely, <laughs> shoved her in a room, locked her in there, and gave Capaldi <laughs> the front. Oh, you mean right. it was locked her in the baggage the, van. Yeah. I was going to say, you mean it was part of the TV series Doctor Who, not the adventures of Clara The Clara Show. The Clara Show, that's it. Maybe get on to that next episode. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like the look. I think the, yeah. the look oh, yeah. of it... I like it because it, it, it was an old-fashioned story. Mm-hmm. We land somewhere, we have an adventure... 
Willie. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, was a lock, mm. it was in a locked room. It was it an was. area that they oh. couldn't get out of. Yeah. Were, yeah. It was almost the yeah. base yeah. under siege. The old-fashioned yeah. base under siege. It, yes. Pretty much. It's a very it, traditional Doctor. Yeah. And most kicked, traditional this season. Yes. At this point. Anyway. And it kicked off straight away, really, didn't yeah. it? With the first appearance of the mummy. Yeah. The, the old woman. Yes. Was that the same woman from Fenric? Yes. yes. It is, right. Yes. Yeah, I was yes. going to say, it took me a while to work it out. but uh, I did um, like that opener. I almost expected Hercule Poirot. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's come shuffling in. <laughs> kind of did. The <laughs> doctor looked a bit like well, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I liked the 66 seconds motif mm. as well. I, I wasn't sure mm. I was going to like that. but it, I'm not sure I liked having it on screen like that. I know it needed no. it. Mm. But it looked a bit cheesy, I thought. But, but <laughs> yeah. I can forgive it. it yeah, I can definitely yeah, forgive it. Yeah, there a certain sort of air of tension to it. Yeah. Mm. There was a lot of yeah. tension that that last time it popped up with Capaldi trying to work the twelfth mm, trying yes. to work everything out mm. just towards the end before it gets resolved. And it's also yeah. left fairly open. We have uh, aperture moments for a sequel because we don't know who was behind it. No, we don't Gus. know who, mm. who is Gus. Yeah, yeah. who was Gus? Gus John Coulter or something. Uh, John Sessions. John Sessions sorry. did the voice, for it. but uh, he appeared to be the AI on the uh, yeah. on the train and presumably destroyed with the train. Yeah. But, but who he wasn't was, behind... Yeah, who was the motivating force behind, yeah. oh, behind yeah. Gus? Yeah, we don't know. Because, if I remember rightly, it was an attempt to find out how it does what it does, break it down and weaponise it. It was somebody who had the Doctor's phone number. Yes. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> somebody else who has the Doctor's phone Is number. Is it somebody else? Well, or is it someone <laughs> I, I'm just saying <laughs> potentially, but it, and, it could tie into the overall arc. It could and, and did they get do. the mummy off before they blew up well, the it's, chain? Well, it's not the, it's the little device. That, yeah, did yeah. the Doctor take the device? Mm-hmm. Don't know. We don't, don't know. know. And also, the mummy itself was a really good design. Oh, was it? Not only was it a good design, it was well acted. The way, I don't know, it was purposely shot that way but the yeah. way it was dragging its feet yeah it actually yeah. looked like yeah, it had a dead body painful. in it didn't it yeah. to walk that and way sli- that, yeah. physically and painful. slightly out of focus as well yeah. Yeah. have yeah. decayed teeth yeah. as well yeah. Yeah. it was the right amount of decaying grizzly yeah. that you went ooh I wouldn't want to look at that too closely That's but it. it wasn't it wasn't overly horrific, and it wasn't oh, no. um, Abbott and Costello style mummy. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. comical yeah. mummy. Yeah, bandages, and, yeah. and it was nothing like the mummies from Pyramids of Mars with the big breasts. No. <laughs> Those were robots anyway. Those were, they were, were uh, big mummies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I liked the little bit with the um, the steampunk bit in it, which I thought was quite funny. With the uh, yeah. it's a perfect recreation as the bloke comes through with a single monocle. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I thought I was quite impressed, impressed with um, what's his name, Frank, Frank Skinner. Skinner. Okay, mm. he's clearly been angling for a role yeah. for a very long oh, time. Yeah. And when when they found out he was cast, they actually re put some jokes in, and I, I love his love his line about "Can we find another expert?" Yeah, <laughs> I thought that one's. Cool. I, I feel rather. I think it's rather a shame that he didn't go with the Doctor. I know he's a high power star and does, and does a lot of things, so mm-hmm. couldn't be a companion. Mm. But I thought it would be a nice touch whenever a few scenes go and just see him walking across the background of the console room covered in oil. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, yeah. just a few things mm. that could just drop in. More of a chameleon sort of He's character. Like, yeah. Yeah. He isn't in every story, but occasionally no, you might no, see you him. you just yeah. see him walk down or yeah. So I'm just reminded of Morecambe and Mice where you see Eric Morecambe sort of wearing his overcoat yeah, and walking across the back of the stage. That's I mean, the whole point. Mm. I would have loved him. You yeah. know, not in every episode, mm. but 
you know, just occasionally, just yeah, just past. As you say, drop him in occasionally. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there has been um, as there are some very talented people on Facebook. Someone's done up um, a flyer for the new TV series, and it just says Perkins. Space adventurer and repairman. <laughs> BBC, CBBCs. Mm. Why aren't you thinking of this? Basically, the same premise as Drax, wasn't it? Although yeah. he's a Time Lord in Armageddon Factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought he just played. There was comical enough. Okay, he is no brilliant actor. No, no it was Frank Skinner playing yeah. Frank Skinner, he, wasn't yeah. it? He played it at just a nice yeah. level. Well, I thought you know, he, he took him to his limits of acting ability. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Why not go beyond. I didn't try to push him. No. No, it wouldn't have no, worked. No. And that's why he could never be a full-time companion. Yeah. No, no, but he's got to be a really good actor. Like that, actress to, to you be don't, a as I said, you, you wouldn't have needed him as a full-time companion. It's just a no. couple of scenes yeah. walking past, well, discussing well, a few things. Down in the bowels of the time, yeah, tinkering, exactly. tinkering away. Well, I, I, I would love to see a bit of fanfic with him... Kaylee and Montgomery Scott all <laughs> sort of commiserating each other in the bar somewhere. Yeah. Or arguing. Yeah. Maybe a bit of Chewbacca. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I liked the uh, the the character development for the uh, conductor on the train mm. as well. That was very good. Mm. Yeah. And another soldier reference, isn't it? Yeah. Lots of soldier reference. Yeah. yeah. Soldier. Mm. Quell. Captain Quell. The, the, the mummy is a soldier. Mummy is yeah. a soldier. And again, it's another time one. Because the mummy is out of fate, and he's also out of time. He's mm. a very old, ancient soldier that's being Thousand kept years old, alive. Yeah. Mm. God. So again, we've got this whole thing about things being kept beyond their time mm-hmm. or out of time, and mm. then the whole phase thing. There's definitely a timey wimey yeah. and, mm. and really uh, soldier thing going on. We may not have had Clara in this one a whole lot, but she was shame, there. Yeah, she, she, she was there in the back. At all, but, but never but, mind. But <laughs> it's Clara's time lash, isn't it? Well, I'm, I'm, no, it's not that. What I'm saying is the bits that she was in, she's being pushed even more into a doctorly direction. Yeah. The, the girl, lie to her, just get her here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, mm. she still had stuff to As do. We'll it was just the next episode. Yeah. It was mm. a reduced part. It was really. a reduced part, but I, I still think the bits that she was in was mm-hmm. an important another step on her yeah. character arc. Oh, yeah, because uh, it was a big surprise when it started that she stepped out in TARDIS. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, she, she wasn't in the Next Time trailer. No. She was completely when, when left had, out of When it. we watched Kill the Moon, <laughs> yeah. she wasn't in the trailer for... Apparently she uh, was. Yeah. She was at the very, very end of the carriage. <laughs> you've got to put on these fights and look. There are sad people that have done this on well, Facebook. Oh, oh, from, the reaction, from the reaction we had in Kill the Moon, we thought this was it. You know, the, was she going to have a Clara line? That, yeah, that's why anything. they changed her hair then. It wasn't for a period piece. It was so in the next time trailer, if you zoomed in <laughs> to a blurred image, you didn't think it was her. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was actually quite surprised to see her, and I think it would have actually almost made more sense if she wasn't in it because of the walking out yeah Yeah. and i'm starting to think that there's some something going on the doctor suspecting her of something lying to him mainly well not only that because in this he doesn't know she's lying to him yet in this one ordinarily any of his past regenerations that would have been it she has made the conscious decision to leave she slammed the door she's gone 
he'd have wandered off, gone around the galaxy and found... that He's never done a, oh, let's go on a farewell I jaunt doubt, with any of I the doubt it was him. I, yeah. I doubt it was his idea. But, I doubt, but on the other she hand, very him. few of them would yeah. have actually... Yeah, once the companion's gone out the door, would have answered the phone call and said, oh, um, can we go on a farewell tour? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I'm starting to get the feeling the Doctor's a bit... Needy? No, suspicious. <laughs> no, I think he's suspicious of Clark. Well, the, oh, right, OK. He has treated Clara as a different companion mm. to all the others because all the others have moved aboard the TARDIS, lock, yeah. stock, and barrel. Mm. He's not made well, a complaint, she hasn't. Clara oh, no. keeps, um, Clara is still Earth based and he keeps yeah. coming back to her. Well, that Doing was true at the end turn. of Pond Zero, too. Yeah, yeah, he did carry yeah. the ponds, didn't he? Having a double life yeah. on Earth and yeah. then occasionally yeah. travelling with him. I think that's why I didn't particularly like Clara doing it because we'd just seen it with the yeah. ponds yeah. and it became like the new regular thing, you know, no one's travelling with the doctor. You want that sense of venture. Well, as Moffat said in uh, one of the many interviews I've seen with him on stage or whatever, he's deliberately leaving gaps mm. yeah. in the Doctor's continuity for books, for stuff, mm, for yeah. books, for big right. finish, yeah. whatever. I want to see the adventures he's having without Clara because I think yeah. they're so much better than the ones we're seeing. <laughs> in that case, leave one obvious gap and fill it in. <laughs> don't, don't add loads. Yeah, maybe. But, but yeah, I say I was surprised. And the fact they didn't address it for a, a minute or two. Yeah. yeah. It felt like forever that minute. <laughs> yeah, time had moved. So it depends how long this is after the last. Yep, one. she's changed her hair. She's all of a sudden back. Of a few weeks. Yeah, mm, in yeah. The script. As I said, I think I said at some point, uh, it's up to her to call the doctor. Yeah. I expected something to happen on Earth to yeah. her to call him for help. Uh, Martha, a la Martha. Yeah, that sort yeah. of thing. I thought the doctor would never go to her. as She's the one who's walked away. Yeah. She'd have to call him. And I, yeah. I suspect that's what's happened because, as we find out at the end here, she's got an addiction. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, she's very blatantly spelled out at the end of this episode. Yep, she can't give it up. She's an adrenaline junkie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she she says, uh, "How do you know you've got an addiction to try to give it up?" Or yeah. the doctor said that, and uh, that's yeah. at that moment she calls Danny or Danny. Well, yeah, and she lies to both of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the, this is this is where the, the end of the story is where the lying starts. Yeah, but yeah. Since she's already a control freak, all she really needs to do is just tell the boys what she's doing. I'm travelling with the doctor. I'm travelling with you know. A, a, Telling de- she doesn't want to lose either. Yeah, that's, no. that's not necessarily control. That's that she at the moment she's in control of the lies that she's issuing. Yeah, you know, it's more of a it's more empowering. Mm. Well, Moffat's trying to play the, the addiction card. Yeah. yeah. And it, you have to pretend you're. You have to lie to everybody. You're not addicted. There's no problem. Yeah, and it you was. Give that te- one if I want. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and it was technically the doctor that started the lying. Really, in this episode, well, the doctor with lies. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to lie to her. Bring her to me. Yeah, yeah. There was some but int- Clara. Well, and yeah. it's, it's, it's interesting though that he wasn't lying to Clara. No, because he said, "I don't know whether I can save her. I don't yeah. know whether yeah. that." So he told her the truth. And so that truth forced it, her to lie. Yeah, it left it to Clara to lie yeah. on his behalf. Mm. Yeah. yeah. There were some interesting bits with this. The, the first time the, son, the Sonic's paper, it oh, yeah. obviously shows the... Psychic. It's more psychic paper. It obviously shows more what the person seeing it thinks we rather than what the before. doctor mm. thinks. Yeah. Yeah. We saw that Captain Jack. Yeah, because yeah, I like the whole thing it. with the, the mystery, mystery shopper. shopper. <laughs> <laughs> Your yeah. worst fear is a mystery shopper. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. played so well, that line. Mm, oh, no. <laughs> And I did like the way he stole um, the heroine, the girl, I can't remember her name, yeah. lost her mum, stole her memories yeah. and put them in him so that he could get the, the mummy. And the is quips. it now canon that he lives forever? That he's indestructible? 
<laughs> he doesn't know at the moment. He doesn't know how many regenerations he has. Well, technically he doesn't. <laughs> he's a, I would think he's at least got 12. It depends how much energy was given. Yeah. But on, on that little scene, I did like the little quips, you know. You're, you're a mummy, that's a flag. Uh, what does that mean? And you really hated your mother. You? <laughs> yeah. uh, your and perhaps that is means She's right about your father, by the way. And yeah, <laughs> I don't know. She knew that. Uh, the little touch with the cigarette case, I thought, he doesn't smoke. The jelly, yeah. Baby. Yeah. jelly babies. Yeah. And I have to say, that oh, was a really good impersonation of Tom Baker was, when he was yeah. having was, the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Like I said, it, it's him and Tennant. I don't think they got the timber the the resonance of tom's voice but they got the vocal patterns oh yeah, yeah. I, he was pretty he was pretty, pretty close yeah. To, oh, yeah. to the vocal but i do like that with the doctor tom. having his i am the most intelligent person in the galaxy who am i going to argue with myself it's logical <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i love this whole kind of like yeah, yeah. the only person i could have a decent argument yeah. with is myself yeah. <laughs> i wonder why he chose that version of himself where he dug that one up <laughs> yeah has he seen mummies before maybe <laughs> oh <laughs> yes yes but no i i, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy- good one and, yeah. and i think the fact that the people that have died they haven't ended up in heaven no. as we've seen so that they not no, kind of well, no sacrifices though yeah. Not, but yeah there was not nothing as such nothing you could say directly the doctor caused or yeah. was responsible for. And no. Is Gus tied in with Paradise and Sanctuary or is Gus so- Gus something if different? If we're assuming else, that Missy yeah. is the one that gave Clara the phone number, as we've yeah. been assuming for a few weeks now, mm-hmm. then clearly she's got the phone number. Yeah. Gus had the phone number. Yeah. How many other people got the phone number? Half the galaxy by the scene. <laughs> yeah. Well, I suspect they the only same a few source. people. Yeah. yeah, only but a few people. Whether so, Missy is a real person in the same way Gus was not a real person mm. I don't know yeah because yeah, both constructs in time highs he actively said didn't he not many people have got that number right at the beginning yeah. when the phone yeah. was ringing Churchill had it yeah uh, Martha's got it no Martha had uh, maybe not that number but Martha had her own mobile because she, oh, right. she, yes. yes. yeah. she left the mobile yeah yeah and now the console can act as a phone no more hanging out the door <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. The, well, the handles told him to rewire it he did oh yeah. handles <laughs> but uh, no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this one, and in fact, it, it's it stands. I like stories that stand alone that you can watch them out of con- yeah, context. Yeah, it, it really of felt like Doctor well, this, Who this, again. Didn't this it? is what I was going on with various episodes. You, it is. It's, Adam said they only do A stories, but there is a hint of B in this. There's mm-hmm. a there's, well, there's the questions. Arc, really, there is question. Yeah. The B story, the questions that can't haven't been answered directly in this, but this it's episode doesn't dominate the episode. But it doesn't at the dominate. Same time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I say they don't have B stories. I don't. I mean, they don't have fully formed B stories like yeah. Babylon no. Five as yeah. layer B or yeah. something. Yeah. 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 yeah, But the B story in Doctor Who is there just tends to be furthering the arc. Yeah, yeah. Not fully formed until the end of the season, maybe. But, but no. yeah, first uh, first story for Jamie Matheson, is it? Yeah, the writer. Yeah. New, the writer, yeah. yeah. Who did we know who directed this one? Uh, it's Paul Wilmshurst. Okay. Again, very well written, very well directed. Uh, yeah. Considering what we had nice. to work with, you know, it's carriages. You're very yeah. small yeah. air mm, space. Well, confined space, yeah. Yeah, well used, well utilised. Mm. Mm. No, I mean, I liked it because, you know, primarily it was a tip of the hat towards Agatha, Agatha yeah. Christie. Mm. Yeah. Plus the idea of a person's nemesis only being visible to the person who's about to be killed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I found that prima, you know, that, that idea very interesting. And and I think yeah. I do have to give a little shout out to Don't Stop Me Now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a beautiful. Yes. Foxies. Yeah. I've uh, never heard of before. To she just disappeared, didn't she? Well, I think she was. Uh, she was a hologram. hologram. Right, okay. Like she switched hologram. her off. 
Yeah, yeah. hard light hologram, bit of red dwarfy. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. No H yeah. on her forehead, though. Yeah. yeah. No, no, that's somewhere I mean, else. Somewhere I did else. like that variation <laughs> of it. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised they got away with that. I must mm. have paid a good bit of money. Well, I think they have subsequently, um, subsequently released a video. I was going to say, mm. also, I think, if I remember seeing, list, rightly listening to an interview with Foxes, she met Steve Moffat at a party and, <laughs> and, and dropped All a right. little say hint. No that, oh, that God, she'll be the doctor next. <laughs> yeah. Should, should ever you need, you know, a guest star, I, yeah. I would yeah, be yeah, averse to Give me a call. Yeah. Works for Colin the, Baker. Yeah. Watching the extras, she did get to go mad on the actual console set. Yeah. yeah. So she's aged 25, so she would have been about 15, 16 when Doctor Who came, came back. back. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if she was a fan from oh, that. Oh, I just think she she was born around Silver Nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But was no, it was a nice version April of the yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have okay. here a, a piece of paper. Now you have to promise, no getting angry. <laughs> oh this oh one's El Presidente. Yeah. And, oh, you, you, you failed yourself. There is a... I deliberately didn't wrap it to... Uh, ah. Ordinarily, you El need to Presid- be calm when the, the president comes out. <laughs> calm, oh, but no, covered in glitter. El Presidente wraps things so that you can't <laughs> find anywhere. It is a T-shirt. And what does it say? <laughs> hang on, hang on. Anyone else noticed all the glitter over Keith's head? I know, or... it's all over his face. Yeah. <laughs> you sparkle, sparkle. sparkle. Yeah. Oh, that looks good. You should wear that now. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that T-shirt. What does it say? Go to bed. <laughs> oh, what does... oh goodness God. me! What is on that T-shirt? Dear me! Does look a little dodgy, isn't it? <laughs> what is that bum? The T-shirt shows a hospital. What looks like a hospital bed mm-hmm. with a red blanket on it yep. with a large hump. <laughs> and it's nobody playing tent. But that, that, that hump is says, midway. Listen, it doesn't matter if there's nothing under the bed or in the dark, so long as you know it's okay to be afraid of it. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or angry or with it. Yeah, it if I box. saw that in a bed, I said, yeah, I And you pronounced it wrong. It's pronounced. Listen. <laughs> it's got a strange hump in the middle of it. Slightly erect, maybe. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, it is about that area. Thank you, Adam. Anita. Oh, you can't wear that in public. Such genuineness <laughs> there. And we've got one more bag down there for later. And we've got one here. Oh, excellent. Let's review the... next week's episode. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> then get anyway. back in between. Okay. <laughs> I'll do that one next, afterwards. My right, dear listeners, for your delights and delectation, we have um, the next episode to review, The Clara Show. <laughs> Flatline. Flatline. I enjoyed this one. Yes. I enjoyed last week's. I enjoyed last week's. I enjoyed last week's, but I think... On the whole, this has been a very, very good season. Yes. And so far, this has been my most... This is my favourite episode. Yes. It was brilliant, yeah, I have to say. So far, personal. This is is a personal point of view. I managed to enjoy it with two people talking over it, (laughs) cooking their dinner, who hadn't seen Doctor Who before, and they even enjoyed it, and they thought Capaldi was brilliant. Oh, good. Yeah, so that's their review. Okay, <laughs> basically, basically we have Bristol, a college in Bristol, where something break, trying to break through from another plane. Mm. Right, mm. college, is it? Was it college? I'm not sure if it's college. It's uh, 
around and about Bristol. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, it, this is the first time, I think, that Doctor Who's dealt with the 2D yeah. kind of dimension mm, yes. as a realm, as, as a realm in its own right. It's very difficult to do, isn't it? Yes. It is. yeah. It's been I think done the, in the closest, before. Um, yeah, the closest we had may have been like the Scribble Monster in Fear, yes. and even that wasn't mm. 2D. Not the end, It became no. 3D. Yeah. It became yeah. 3D, somehow. I did like the mm. effects. I liked the effects of... The worms, for want of a better way, yeah. this the worms, yes. worms well, around slither. the carpet yeah. and all yeah. slither. the slither. Sort of and then when it actually does become three D with the, the, the well, zombies, they, yeah. Well, they take the form of the people they've killed, yeah, yeah. That, that's or, it. Or, or a rough approximation. The of way it. that mm. was done, and it, it kind of mm. phased in and out. Yeah. Can I yeah. describe yeah. them as zombies because they, they were, were lurching. They were they were zombies. They were lurching as your classic zombie. They were like scribble zombies. They look quite frightening, actually. They did two D zombies. It's because you couldn't quite make out yeah. the definition and it was jumping yeah. all well, the, the time they, well because they were trying to break into 3D space all yeah. the time I suspect children probably had more nightmares of that mm. than even on, from the mummy yeah that's all this they yeah. not allowed to wait to actually watch it because of the stupid bloody time it's on sorry mm. if any children have been allowed one? to watch it because of the stupid time it's on uh, I prefer it at this time personally but well, then I'm not yeah, a child it's, it's some some of the subject matter this season, I think, has wanted the later time. Maybe. Uh, I would certainly say mm. this Yeah, this, this episode one. has, yes. A- again, though, even though he visuals. had less yeah. of a role, I thought Capaldi was brilliant in this story, oh, considering yeah. he was talking I, to I, the I'm TARDIS. Sorry, I'm sorry, I need to have a little shout-out to the dad dancing. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. When he writed the... Uh, it should yeah, have gone on for a little bit longer. Uh, and thing Adam's from Adam's And the Adams yeah. family. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, have, I have to yeah. say, I, I liked the... The effect of the TARDIS getting smaller and smaller and yep. his hand coming out. Of when I realised he's going to be inside and she's going to be outside, I thought, oh, God, we've got the Carl Oswald show. Well, yeah. We're not going to see much of him. But I did like that he he wasn't cut out of the story, It, it was so done so differently that you yeah. didn't really mind. Well, yes. I, think, I think very much in this instance, it was, it was very much a case of uh, less is more. Yes. But it didn't feel like he'd no, been... No, I, I am willing to let that go because at least once a season since Capaldi, not Capaldi, since uh, Eccleston, we've had a Doctor Light show. Yes. Yeah. And I thought, right, this is the Doctor... We had done it, we did do Matt Smith's, did we? Particularly, we had a, had a companion light. We had no, a companion no, light, yeah. The, Love monsters. The, um... <laughs> The way it was edited, but the the girl who waited, you could have classed as the Doctor Light show. Mm, maybe. I suppose he, he was, was in the TARDIS. In the, yeah, can't think of one particularly for but, se- series five. Yeah, but, no. but we had one without Amy particularly. But I'm Logic. saying it, yeah. the way it was edited and shot, mm. it mm. wasn't necessarily Doctor Light. He was no. he was trapped. He was mm. confined. He still he, had a presence. Yes. He was the motivating force. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Even though it probably only took him a, a day or so yeah, to film all yeah, this stuff. Yeah. Sorry, I'm gonna things keep flashing into my mind. That's the the, uh, the glitter you've got the, on your forehead the, yeah. there. <laughs> the um, Mary Poppins moment when the sledgehammer came oh, out, yeah. the, out yeah. the back, yeah. his hand <laughs> suddenly yeah. popping out, pointing yeah. down That's the road. Yeah. yeah, I have to say though, that the Doctor lightness of the episode was completely worth it. That build up where he finally shoots out the uh, TARDIS yeah. doors yeah. and asserts himself and fixes the situation. I do love those moments where you have uh, the triumphant return of the yeah. Doctor, like the end of or the Christmas invasion. Christmas yeah. invasion. The, 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 the was, statement. Yeah, it there felt, again, was it a triumphant return? Because the um, community service leader sort of he just glared at the doctor and even the young black guy he wasn't too sure what to make of the doctor after he came up with that tirade of his yeah 
Oh yeah, I mean, they, but they, it, they, it, was still, I mean it just seemed like they were scared of him. Mm. They, I, certainly at the end, they were thanking Clara and talking to oh, Clara, yeah. and mm. they kind of acknowledged Doctor briefly. Yeah, because she yeah, was but, the one that had taken exactly. them through the adventure. She, yeah, exactly. she'd been the leader. Well, of they probably kind of didn't stuff. know what to make of that man popping out the box that was originally in Clara's hand as a yeah. tiny box, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which well, did enough. look a bit like the Pandorica. It did when look it like the Pandorica, yeah, which you can buy from Rubber Tone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that, that was a great moment. Just bringing the hand out the TARDIS doors and dragging himself along, <laughs> yeah. trying to get off the tracks. Yeah. That's just, I'm expecting that one. Come Christmas, uh, product enterprises, the uh, or pro- toy options, to police options. box, police box with the hand on it. It was made. <laughs> hand. Yeah, it yeah. was made all the more comical with the the dramatic music over the top as well. Um, Murray Gold <laughs> doing his thing. Yeah, I like the fact in this one you've got. A bad guy or entity that initially you're not sure on all the rest of it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it really does seem like he just wants to be the bad guy. He yeah. does, oh, yeah, because he, he just played it so well. He looks the part, and yeah. start, I'm and, sure and the he's the bad guy. Doing the whole, you know, I've given you a mm. chance. Yeah. <laughs> well, mind you, one one scene that did stick in my mind was the uh, trompe l'oeil they had in the uh, oh, engine yes. shed. Yes. The, oh yes. The yes. door. Not the door. The um, number twenty two. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. Jules. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, well, actually, sort of see him standing, sort of looking, you know, looking away. Mm-hmm. It's just when the camera pans round, they see him actually sort of spread out over the uh, yeah. surface of all the. Uh, yeah. Mm. The and guy, did yes. you also notice when they the first signal they said was fifty five, mm-hmm. uh, which was meant to be the uh, number of the first guy. Mm, that's it. Yeah. But also the guy who was in the rail shed was standing next to a fifty five. Mm. I didn't. Spot yeah, that. it was two zero and five five. Two signs sit oh, standing, okay. standing next to him. Oh. So we had two episodes mm. in a row with trains in as yeah. well. Mm. Mm-hmm. I did like at the beginning um, when the, the the guy got caught and put on the wall. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. It, that's from the Holbein, the, yeah. the, the Holbein picture Ambassador, where there's a smear at the painting, at oh, the bottom yeah. painting. Oh, and when you get to the right a, direction, a right actually straight yeah. up, yeah. it's a skull. I the quite like is, that. Is, uh, yes. yeah. Yeah. Shallow enough. Apparently, there was a Pixar reference in there. Oh, oh the name, the number of the first train, the number of one of the trains. Oh, that's what that is. Right, Pixar. Whether it's supposedly a Pixar reference or not, or just a coincidence. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It may have been coincidence, but none certainly no has yes. turned up in virtually every Pixar film. Yeah. yeah, that number somewhere. The train did its job, but I don't think the CGI was particularly good on it. It did seem a little. Yeah, bit it did seem a tough. bit weird. Didn't I think it, it was maybe the camera angle, that the, the yeah. angle where it sort of pans across it. You sort of know that a camera guy really wouldn't be that stupid <laughs> to go in front <laughs> of a train. Yeah. So it sort of maybe destroyed the illusion Because it almost looked me. like... Because uh, I thought at first that the, the train was actually 2D. Yeah. Mm. And it wasn't a real train because it didn't... Yeah, you're right. It just didn't look like a real you're train. You're right. That's ex- probably exactly what it was. Yeah, because I don't remember the train, the Orient Express, looking too bad. Obviously, no. it was shooting through space, yeah. so... Yeah. I also liked the death of the scrunchie. Oh, yes, the scrunchie, yeah, the life-saving scrunchie. Will you live up to a scrunchie? I have a scrunchie to live up to. (laughs) And was the the, the young guy out of, was it Misfits, is that him? Richardy recognised him. No, the character's name was Richard. Jovian Wade is apparently Mm. the name. I recognise one of the... um, I don't know what he's out of. One of the community. Casualty, big school. It is, except as a big school. I recognise one of the characters from uh, from Casualty. He used to play a paramedic in it. Yeah, I think he was the one that called into the book. Yeah, yeah, he he mm. died literally the week before, and That's then he, right, then yeah. he died again 
line in yeah. this. And, and <laughs> I might try and tell him something. And uh, my sister-in-law was watching it. She, she was really upset about the fact that he died. And I said, it's all right. This is Stephen Moffat. They'll probably be okay in the end. And he died. <laughs> and he didn't come back. <laughs> Never more I, to I come remember, back. Remember the name of the miserable guy in it? The one that was in charge of the... Is you know, Fenton? Fenton. 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 Yeah. Fenton. Yeah. Fenton. The, the, the Asbo people died. The first person, such a one-tracked mind, yeah. mind that even psychic pain yeah. is just no. a so You have to be yeah. vastly intelligent it's, it's or just, no it was just when the, no yeah. just when the doctor said, well, why did the wrong people have to yeah. die? Yeah. Um, yeah. You psych- can almost see the doctor wanted to kill him oh, yeah. at that point himself. So was that psychic paper gag at the beginning a red herring to make you think he was the bad guy? Could have been. Because that's what I assumed. I was like, oh, there's something here. He's, yeah. His mind's better than the psychic paper. He looked just, so decayed and sort of bad. <laughs> it looked half dead. Yeah, I think it was just to show that he was mm. such a closed mind. Yeah, yeah. 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 And he had it, no imagination. Have him on side would have weakened his character. Yeah. yeah. So oh yeah, him, that's true. Needed yeah. him to be a something. But again, uh, so I was saying about the Mummy on the Orient Express. It's again you've got Clara empathising or under, understanding the Doctor a little bit more. That's the Give, whole point mm. of this yeah. episode. A, isn't oh yeah, yeah. Give them hope. Yeah. Yeah. They run faster with hope. And mm. also found this one interesting in the, the doctor's reaction that to find out that she's lying to him yeah. yes. as to well as Danny is not not to and it changed how he behaved because although he's sitting there going oh you'd make a wonderful doctor when it got to the end in his full size yeah. there was definitely tension there between because mm. that's a complete yeah, contrast not not, yeah. yeah goodness that's it goodness that's, that's a complete yeah. contrast to how he was at the end of the last episode where he was all smiles mm. you know yeah. That's why I say I I think he's starting to suspect something. Yeah, she's not just a control freak. The person the doctor hates the most is himself. Yeah. Mm. Clara is becoming him. Yeah. Mm. So if, if she goes as far as he would go, he would hate her. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, this is the he thing. would stop her. If she was another Time Lord, for example, yeah. he would stop her. Yeah. But th- yeah. this is, could be why he, d- why this one particularly doesn't like soldiers, because he himself, certainly during the Time War, was a soldier. But he's mm. been on trends law for years, hasn't he? Mm. Mm. I mean, that's where he was when he regenerated. He spent 600 years yeah. Yeah, fighting. fighting to <laughs> protect so the Time, time Lords. Mm. And how much of a soldier was he there? At the point at which he regenerated. Mm. Yeah. And that's, that's not that long ago. No. <laughs> not no. Really, no. So is Clara another River Song? At the literal, end, uh, in with, a derogatory race? No, a created... <laughs> A created person, person that's been created or had their life manipulated she's in order to insulate she's, into yeah. the doctor with the whole thing I chose well and that kind of she's stuff. She's certainly been manipulated, mm. as we've seen with the Impossible Girl arc. But to mm. what extent? Yeah, to what extent? So this is the, the episode where we get the line, Clara, my Clara. Yeah. Uh, I have chosen well from Missy. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Which, which, which my... seems to imply what we thought, that Missy had given Clara the phone number. Yeah. yeah. Which also, to my mind, sounds very much an 11th Doctor line. It well, could maybe t- even 12th Doctor, I'm sure. He it... says something like that. Well, he said... Captain, no, oh my captain, which of course is a quote. But, yeah. um, but I, 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 I'm willing to admit I could be reading far too much into it. But to my mind, it's, as I said, it's more of a, suitable for the Eleventh Doctor. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Interesting where they go. Cause yeah. Oh God. Yeah. They've only got three episodes left to go there. Mm-hmm. We've got yeah. two stories basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Rumor has it we don't know how true it is that Clara's going at Christmas. Yep. Uh, do, <laughs> is this I'm, leading up to it? Did I'm, you just I'm fist not, the air, Gene? I just pushed yeah. it. I whilst I was off sick and on. My my invalid bed. 
I is watched... that different from your normal bed? It is, yes. Right. It's, it's in the spare room. room. It's in the ah. spare room. I yeah. watched all... Actually, I thought I'd watched all of Matt Smith's stuff. You, you left I out the... Uh, I left out the lion, the witch and the wolf. Yeah, I knew you. Yeah. That is understandable. Everyone <laughs> leaves it I out, don't worry. I didn't even notice I'd missed it out. But anyway, I liked Clara with, with the Matt Smith and all the rest yeah. of it. Yeah, okay. I don't like... Uh, this Gemma Coleman, absolutely wonderful actress, and it's nothing yep. to do with her. They've changed the character so much. It's not. She's even the definitely same character. more involved. Yeah, she's, oh, yeah, she's more involved. She's got more to do. Well, whereas not that, the, the actual personality mm. has been so no. radically changed. Uh, I, no, I don't mm. think it's been so radically changed. I think they've actually given her one. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> see, as a personality. This, this, no, but this is because. That's what Danny's from doing, I think. <laughs> there, yeah. there was virtually nothing <laughs> she to was her. She was there as the impossible yeah. girl. Yeah. That, that was, she was just this one-note impossible girl character through the latter part of the Smith years. Or yeah. the Smith, that's what, what it seemed yeah. like. But they have actually given her a character now, given her a motivation. Or I'm not sure I like the character. <laughs> yeah, see, this I is much prefer her this season. I, I can see the improvements. I didn't mind her when she first came along, though, because she didn't have such a big role. She was just... She felt like a, an old-style companion yeah. from Classic Who. Yeah, and that was the problem, though. Obviously, you can't get away with it now, but it was just yeah. refreshing after all of the companions having such a big role to play yeah. throughout the arcs. She had a big role in the arc, but she didn't have much of a It was just never touched on, it. yeah. Um, yeah, but it was difficult after such a strong character... Such a, a strong duo of characters leading mm. to bring in this fairly weak, yeah. at the time fairly weak companion. But now they've reversed that, and I think I really like what they're doing with her becoming this addict, and through that addiction becoming the doctor because yeah. the doctor himself is addicted yeah. to his lifestyle. Mm. And uh, I, I wonder where it's going. I think this may be the first companion of the Doctor, well, after Adam Mitchell, anyway. First companion of the Doctor kicks out. No, okay, I, yeah, I, I, I like that. I, I think I know what's going to happen to her. Or the first, you think or you've the read? first companion think, okay. to die for a long time. Yes, I was going to say, I think we might find that the lady killer hasn't killed the lady yet. Oh, um, that bad day still to come. I think Danny Pink, somehow or other, totally accidentally... Disobey, ends up in an adventure with them, disobeys the Doctor because of okay. this whole soldier not following and all the rest of it, and gets Clara killed. So does, how does, he know how does that? Yeah, how does that affect Orson in Listen? Maybe Orson, out of regret, the Doctor takes him back and says, "Right, I can show you once more." Oh, okay. And that's how he becomes Orson. But I think Danny's going to kill Clara. That's nothing I've read. Nowhere at all. That's just me. Sort it's of a gut mind. feeling. Just gut feeling. I think opinion. Danny's going to kill Clara. It's going to be a bit rough for Christmas, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, sure. do it all the time. If, if it is yeah. a Christmas, what yep. goes out on? Run people over, blow people mm, up, set on fire. And I always say beforehand, it's going to be the best Christmas ever. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I think it might turn out that he is a lady killer. Okay. Yeah, I just can't see how that could be in his past. No, it's in his future. But he's already a lady killer. No, but I think that's what I'm saying. It's the play on words. He's, he's he wasn't a lady, a lady killer, killer but again. he is he's going to be a oh, lady see, killer. Okay. That killing that he was crying about in the second episode is a different killing. Yes. Okay. Oh, so yeah. because he's done it once, he doesn't mind doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> I think, it's, it's, I think it's that play on words bond. thing. Yeah. <laughs> mm, maybe. Or Clara just gets cocky. She she yep. takes on the role of the Doctor too much. She can't regenerate. Or the fact <laughs> yep. that she has, she has one too many hissy fits, slam the door, and he does think, actually, I don't need this. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I've got a universe out. full of assistance. <laughs> or maybe her lies will get Danny killed. Yeah. Mm. 
Maybe. I think that's probably, to my money, that's more likely. Okay. Her addiction harming the people around her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a pretty obvious way for Moffat to go with it, I would have thought. And is Courtney going to come back at any point? Oh, I like Courtney. Yeah, maybe she's going to die too. Yeah. <laughs> Not a death coming up, everyone. <laughs> Courtney, dead. It, it, it's a shame because... Clara, dead. Because Courtney is quite so young and the current Doctor, although the Doctor is over a thousand years old, even when he was Matt Siff Smith, yeah, roughly. but yeah. the character, the, 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 the body. regeneration body yeah. at this point in time is quite older as well. It would look weird with a young <laughs> assistant like Courtney, mm, but I would yeah. so love Courtney to be in, in a few more episodes. So yeah, an, an old man and a schoolgirl. Just as long as he doesn't yeah, get I mean, bored. I've, I've never come up with that idea before. Have you, have you ever heard that idea of an old man <laughs> and a schoolgirl and a teacher or two? I've never. I'm, I don't know where he got that premise from. Get in trouble for it now. Tends to need to find an actor or an actress who's in their early twenties and looks younger. Well, it's just they a, can't yeah. be in school. Yeah, it's, and it's just, yeah, it's just actor. a story premise of of, a, of an old man and a yeah, young no, daughter. It works with Caroline Ford. It works. They tried it. With Jackie so Lane, did. didn't they? But yeah. they went, no, we can tell how old she is. Given she looked her. too old. But you <laughs> Sorry, can't Jackie. get a real 14, 15 year old no. to do nine months of filming. Unless they've dropped out of school, really. No. Mm. Well, they've got to have a certain number of hours a day with their mm. tutors. I think it'd be nice be to see if it would be a nice twist if at some point in the future you could see her again when she's a bit older in it. I think that Child slavery. Nice. That, that's yes. how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'd, I'd have to say out of the two, this one was a more interesting concept. Yeah, this was but downright weird. I actually weird. Think I enjoyed The Mummy more than I enjoyed this one. Okay. I, I didn't I think disenjoy you, this, I'd, but yeah. Yeah. I love Art yeah. Deco just, and just I love mummies. It and, just peaks the point. I think yeah. this, okay. for me, this episode felt really unique. It stood out oh, in yeah. this season oh, yeah. from the rest of yeah. Who oh, totally. so far. Well, this whole season, I've said it before, I'm sure, and hopefully so again but every episode has felt unique yeah it's had its own tone attached for its, its own sort of story yeah they've all been individual I stories got personally not like back in the uh, Patrick Chalvin days where yeah. <laughs> yeah all based on just yeah, exactly. yeah. or, or Pertwee always unit all set on but, earth but yeah personally I've been more interested in the overall arc than I have for quite some time that has interested okay. me Certainly, what, what do you count as the arc the, Clara the, or the, just the, Missy Miss, well, perhaps both. We don't okay. know how it's going to turn yeah, out. But no. certainly the Missy thing has interested me and intrigued me. The whole business with the shadow, the silence, not the shadow, silence and the crack. <laughs> I, I wasn't... Isn't that why he's drinking? Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to make it sure. I wasn't crack. all that... I could have taken it or left it. Oh, know, it, it still didn't... doesn't make sense, even when mm. I've watched it. Could have taken the, the crack. Yeah. <laughs> so we're now nine episodes in, and originally Capaldi didn't feel like your doctor, Adam. Has that changed? I don't know. It's strange. He's definitely the doctor. He's been on the back burner with Clara, you see. Yeah. yeah. What about Mummy? Did that do anything to raise? This? Yeah, he definitely has definitely got up my estimations. The last couple in particular. He's a great doctor. Yeah. Definitely a great doctor. I'm not sure if he's quite overtaken Matt Smith yet. Okay. But he, he's right up there with the best. Three episodes still to do it. Yeah. I think the problem is he's such a different doctor. Yeah, he is. And they've different, definitely di- gone for a very complete different characterisation. Mm, nearly didn't get the sentence out there. In this episode, I mean, it's highlighted the doctor's more negative traits. Which they've they've touched on mm. in You Who in Old yeah, a bit. Mm-hmm. More mm, yeah, but I mean, who. it's more accented in this one. Yeah. It's and- the same sort of... He, He's still got the idea in his head that he's definitely protecting Earth, mm-hmm. but I mean, he will go to any means necessary to do it, altruism aside, whether it involves death or not. Yeah, he won't waste time with death. He'll just get on and mm. try and save yeah. the people Which left is much behind. More of a Practical. Fourth Doctor's yeah. trait. 
It's always Tom been Baker's there. Again, Pyramids of Mars, isn't and it? And to an extent, the third Doctor as well. He was very much a case of, you know, oh dear, there's a few dead tunic troopers, let's go on with <laughs> yeah, it. But I mean, Come on, bring it here, down the pub. <laughs> he, <laughs> he was more emphatic, I mean, sort of, he emphatically stated, he will protect Earth, whatever it takes. Yeah. Talking. Indeed, this, this entire dimension, or whatever he called mm. it at the end. Yeah, that's this realm. Plane. Yeah. Plane. Plane, 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 yes. But yeah, but that's always been there with the Doctor. You look yeah. at something mm-hmm. like Tomb of Cybermen, how many people are dead and yeah. Yeah. on with it. This uni- corners of this universe that have bred terrible things. They must be fought at all costs. No yeah. crumbs. <laughs> yeah, but New Who is particularly good at looking at these aspects of the Doctor and highlighting it. Yeah. 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 All too, it was always it there. Was glossed they didn't over. tend mm. to, yeah. to dwell on it. Mm. Whereas here they really are by having Clara take on those traits herself. Well, it's, it was uh, touched upon very briefly in uh what is it stolen earth yeah you take people and forge them into weapons oh yeah yeah, yeah. davros with his rant and yeah yeah mm. oh capaldi versus davros mm. <laughs> so two stories left this yeah well yep. three this year I suppose, it's flown by hasn't it it has i've really enjoyed having a full season mm. yes <laughs> no breaks yeah just shame we can't have a few more episodes well, we, we technically have sort of got 13, because Deep Breath was almost twice as long as a normal episode. It was. And we've got the Christmas one to come. Yep. Where apparently Clara's going to die, or... <laughs> according to Jean, fisting the air again. Is that the expression? Oh, dear, no! Oh, no! <laughs> the air, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, yes. Uh, oh, another thumbs up, then. Uh, all round, a definite thumbs so up. So we loved two episodes Same in writer a row. again, Jamie Matheson. Yeah? Yeah. You, who writer and oh, bring two in a row. back. Yeah. Knocked out of the park both times. Get, let him be showrunner. Yeah. Let him do a whole season. Let's see how this <laughs> no, goes. No, don't burn him out. <laughs> don't, okay, maybe half season. Yeah, we had this thing about, there's this wonderful guy who's written some brilliant stories. Let's make him the producer. Have you seen that? Doesn't oh, necessarily yeah. work. Those are more to word in moth we trust. Yes. <laughs> Okay, more presents, eh? Mm. Yes. More presents, yes. It's a rattly box. Snake, it's a snake. <laughs> Who are these from? These this are is from, from Auntie Jean. From Auntie Jean and, and Bill. Ah. Oh, oh well, there's more. Another one that you pushed across the ground. <laughs> Empire, it's got a little sign on it saying Empire ed- Edibles. Absinthe makes the heart grow fondant. Yes, Ooh, absinthe, okay. Absinthe fondant. Yeah. Oh, real absinthe. Real absinthe. Real absinthe. This is the one that... For you, to, for you to eat while you're... <laughs> yes. you're going no, it, it normalises Keith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh, smells. Oh, he's, he, mm. oh, he's high already. Okay, hang on, let's tuck that back in there. No wonder toulouse Lautrec went mad. Yeah, exactly. I thought fudge! Scarf, Emily Ladybird's delightfully decadent absinthe fudge. Oh, well, there's have a theme going on. running through. Absinthe fudge. No, I, I, I know a very nice steampunk sweet shop. And I've got the chocolate in the shape of a hot air balloon. See, this will all make it's sense when you flavor. open one of the presents okay. because you can enjoy those whilst you're enjoying the other presents. It's a, is it a bath or something? More gold wrapping paper. Mm. More gold mm. wrapping paper. You're trying to tell us something. <laughs> right. What have we got here then? Ooh. Pure absence? No. No, no we've, got, we've, got, we've got CDs. <gasps> CD box Lots of CDs. Oh. My goodness. Good. I've got one Sherlock Holmes. Woo-hoo. Oh, yeah. And one, two, three, four big finishes. Oh, that's good. Yes. That is good. Do you know why that's good? You got time? No, no. (laughs) Earlier in the year, 
uh, Andy Indeed. bought me the other set of big finishes. Mm, yeah. Oh, and on my wish list, I put on the whole of the fourth Doctor's second season. Oh, right, yeah. The trouble is, Andy bought me the last lot, so I couldn't listen uh, to them. Uh, uh, well, the anticipation <laughs> was worth it. Listen to them, <laughs> and then you, we can all borrow them. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you should listen to them whilst eating your absinthe fudge. I will do that way. Uh, you'll get at least two or three listens he before you sober up. Listen to them while eating his <laughs> or absinthe fudge, <laughs> or we can enjoy this. Every, every time I go and listen to one of your CDs, Gene, I have a piece of fudge and I flake out. Ooh. I can't get through them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another pretty. Another gold-wrapped Prezi. Mm. Oh, gold. Gold Prezi. <laughs> oh, it's a steampunk thingy. It's a thingy? steampunk thingy. Hence why the absinthe... Okay. Ah, okay. Legacy of the Nautilus. Ooh. Steampunk homes. Oh, okay. Mm. Sherlock Holmes? Yes. Ah. Punk homes. It's yeah. a steampunk Sherlock Holmes Ooh. book. Ah, and he's going right to the end. Yep. No, no, I'm yeah. got a picky of someone in here. Indexer. Oh, PC Martin. It's got pictures of the various characters, so you can sit oh, there yeah. and read that and eat your fudge. It's got drawings. <laughs> Hallucinate with my fudge. Yes. Not Cradbury. Instead of handing out jelly babies. wormwood in the um, absinthe they use mm. for oh, That's the, yes, <laughs> Captain Valentine. He's a bit of a... <laughs> so he doesn't, <laughs> so, so he, doesn't get, he doesn't go over the right and back force this time. No, it goes under it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I shall enjoy that. Thank you. The submarine. Oh, and mm. now I have a big bag. And you have, oh, a, and you have your card in there as oh. well. Oh, yeah, there'll be ah, a card somewhere. That's a triple a triple layered chocolate cake. Yeah, I, I couldn't find a smaller one, well, unfortunately. You dear people, you've been writing to us. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. um, yes, thank you. Thank you. I it's your birthday, thank but shut you. up. Go, <laughs> Keithy. It's your birthday. <laughs> you, you say I'm still covered in glitter. Yes, you are. Do you know why I'm covered in glitter? Does it rhyme with glitter? You're no, fabulous. No, no. Because I'm <laughs> fabulous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely want, fabulous. Do you want to be in Keith's gang, Keith? Gang? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> he kicked me out. Mm. You're a cold feet. <laughs> better than snoring <laughs> okay who's reading the first one hello staggerers and the manufactured miscreants oh who's yeah. this from this is from adrian ah, hello, hello. Adrian. adrian sorry adrian i just had to pan right down the page to see your name because <laughs> it's a big one <laughs> and adrian says while i do appreciate uh, moffat's obvious commentary on aging i'm tired of the cranky senile doctor capaldi plays Playing senile dad to Jenna's Clara, the dutiful and scared daughter slash niece, is engaging. Mm. Especially the watch scene in the premiere. Remember where we sold the watch and she said, oh, oh yeah, the right. tramp, yeah, the yeah, tramp. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you love that watch and the scene in, listen, <laughs> when Capaldi is distraught that Jenna is going on a date even after he says, but I need you. <laughs> it's like when that older family member moves in with the younger because they can't quite cope on their own. <laughs> it is sad endearing and very true to life that they do care for one another but have trouble adapting to the changes in living arrangements mm. now you can take over <laughs> <laughs> 
The humour is gone from the show. Wow. And the stories have gone to mediocre, to boring, to downright horrible. What? Wow, really? I mm. did like listen. Listen. <laughs> but I'm left wondering, what's the point? Mm. Yes! It was that, that, that's Keith's yes. It was more of a de- character development story than a de- story. Uh, again, I debate that. Mm-hmm. But we've got you on record now saying I did like listen. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to turn that into a little sound bite. Put a little funky beat behind it. I did like listen. I did, I did like, like listen. I did, I did like, like listen. I did like listen. I did like listen. I did like listen. Um, yes, yes, there seemed to be a creature at the end of, of time and in the bedroom, cloaked, I guess, but no resolution was found. <laughs> also, Clara being the monster under the bed for the doctor himself completely undermines the search for the real creature. Although I did like her going into his past and teaching him about fear and uh, as a superpower. Oh, well. Listen to our commentary, which just came out. Uh, yeah, you know, brace yourself for that. But, uh, I think but, uh, yeah. we did kind of cover this in that I, I don't believe there was ever a creature. No, but, uh, no. I, as, as I say, I don't believe there was ever a creature, and that leaves us with a senile old doctor. <laughs> yeah, okay. But anyway, but time heist is the last straw for me. Wow, really? okay. It was like a bad kids show version of a heist movie. <laughs> That's what it was meant to be—a heist movie. I know not it's a bad a, kids version. No, I know it's a kids show, but usually it's a good or at least mediocre kids program. It kind Same of program. boggled my mind that the doctor did the whole thing to rescue the killer alien and potentially let the rest of the visitors off to the planet die. <laughs> yes, that's very true. Well, you know, <laughs> a few casuals here and there. Well, I, I think the fact that the rest of the planet could get off—you know, the rest of the people of the planet. Could get on the spacecraft, spaceships, and go away. There was enough time warning. Whereas the monster was trapped there with its partner locked in the safe. Yes, it's true. Yeah. Mm. I don't agree with it. It's not really a kid's programme in my mind. It's a family programme. It's it's never been made by the the children's department. It's always been made by the drama department of the BBC. And now it's on Mm. so late. You could argue it's not even a family programme. It's It's just before Watershed, isn't it? It's always been a family show with an educational twist. It actually straddles... The uh, watershed now, doesn't it? it goes over yeah. nine o'clock. It's, it's bordering on tortured territory now. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, like that was a f- adult show. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to be. It's been more adolescent than adult. <laughs> yeah, adult anyway, just is in over twelve. <laughs> so I'm at a crossroads of pop culture. Mm. I find myself not drawn to watching Doctor Who right away anymore. Mm. It's piling up on my DVR for the first time in years. Kind of makes me sad, especially really? as it makes listening to podcasts difficult. Mm. But perhaps I'll forget about the spoilers and enjoy the show better after hearing you all discuss them. Binge watching later does tend to make many shows better. (laughs) I just never thought that would be true for Doctor Who. Mm. Be seeing you Adrian. He's going to get major spoilers if he does that. P.S. Uh, next episode, certainly. This podcast's not too bad. Next one, that'll be bad. Yeah, P.S. Be bad. Star Wars Rebels is pretty bad. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just picked up the DVD of the first uh, episode. The classic music is overused. The humour is forced. The characters are unlikable. The violence is overbearing. And the animation looks cheap. But <laughs> if you just listen to it while doing something else, it's okay. <laughs> so that's something. <laughs> Sigh. That's my second major fandom disappointing me. Aww. 
He's going to end on a high, surely. Oh, well, at least Gotham and The Flash were excellent and Arrows is back. Mm. And Grim, Blacklist, Bones, Once Upon a Time, Constantine are upon us shortly. Mm. Story, sorry, Star Wars and Doctor Who. This is no time for a weak TV. Step it up. Mm. Okay, so he can keep himself mm. occupied then. <laughs> I'm afraid, besides one glaring thing in there, I've got to disagree with a lot of Adrian said there. Well, but, it's always personal opinion, isn't yeah, it? Oh, yeah, yeah it's, but, it's, it's, you can't change someone's opinion. It's no. a personal opinion. No. H- however, having said that, I would ask you not to give up on it. I mm. I was very disappointed by Matt Smith for certain. I've gone mm. on record saying, "Oh yeah." But having said that, things like the uh, the Doctor's wife was outstanding. Mm. Things like uh, Snowman was one of the best yeah. uh, episodes I've seen, along with Vincent. Uh, Christmas Carol and Vincent. Mm. Yeah. Doctor, even yeah. even if it isn't in flavour, there are still things that can you can find interest in it. Well, that's, to me, the great strength of Doctor Who. Every episode is so different. Yeah. If you don't like one episode, if you, even if you really detest one episode, uh, yeah. somebody here may have done, uh, <laughs> the next one yeah. is completely different. Yeah. And you may love it. It may yeah. be your favourite episode ever. You just don't know. And the thing is, I mean, a lot of, there are some older fans, like us old fogies here, yeah. um, okay. who sometimes, well, I don't think we do it too much, make the comparison a lot to the classic stories. It's not as good as the classic stories. <laughs> But I just don't no, but <laughs> when you when you actually call it down, the classic stories they're referring to are usually probably about half a dozen to a dozen. Yeah, because the rose tinted glasses forgot about all the ones that weren't that good yeah. in the original of the yeah. mediocre Thinking of the, the top twenty yeah. and yeah. that kind of yeah, stuff. Two hundred. Yeah, so yeah. it's, it's not. It's not changed that much, you know. You go back to the old stuff, and you have a series of yeah, it's all enjoyable, but there's stories that stand out heads and shoulders above the other, yeah. you know, yeah, of course. ranging that one. But people just remember those good ones, whereas this is more recent, yeah. yeah. And with DVRs and all the rest of it, you can go back and watch them. Mm. There's there's too much comparison, I think, made to oh well, it isn't as good as well. The best of the new Who is as good as the best of the old Who. Mm. The worst of the new Who is as bad as the worst <laughs> of the old Who. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. We were mm. at the last tour of Cambridge. Yeah. We were sitting around before we started, and there were a couple there, Asmund, that uh, they didn't watch new Who. It's rubbish. Old Who is far, far superior. Yeah. yeah. I really had to bite my tongue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been a fan of Doctor Who for over 30 years, but i got to say, new Who generally... Better. A step above all, yeah. Movies. I mean, just because characters come on, yeah. Yeah. It's not well. just in effects, but storytelling and mm. how Pacing. much they can get into a forty-five mm-hmm. minutes, yeah. And yeah. they, they don't actively try to extend a plot over six weeks or twelve no, weeks exactly. or fourteen weeks. So three of us running around the corridor. Generally, there's no padding, and they really centre on the drama. Yeah, here where often in old two, the best ones did have some great drama, but often that was kind of left to a bit of yeah. a sideline. I think, I think to an extent, the arc is that what used to run for twelve episodes of a story that pulled yeah. it together. That's what the arc now is. Mm. I can see why it's there. It, it starts to annoy me when the stories become written to force the arc, so, but rather still than the arc fitting the story. Pulls kind of you in each week um, as well. But it that that's that's the thread, like mm. the old sort of like four parts of a story one week after another yeah. you wanted to see what was going next 
well, I admit you can't just have random stories with Doctor Who without there being a linkage and to an extent. Yeah. It, the arc of the series replaces that cliffhanger between one episode to the next yeah. to keep it's you like, watching yeah. through the series. Yeah. It's like Keys yeah. of Mariners or The Chase. There's an yeah. overlying story, yeah. but you're going to yeah. different locations every yeah. week. I mean, I suppose in classic yeah. terms, the equivalent is the Key of Time series. Mm-hmm. That's yep. the closest. Yeah. Or Trial. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Linda Bellingham. Yeah. Oh. We have one here from Mr. M. Hello, Mr. M. 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 Been a long old while. Yes. Mm. How are you doing? He says, hello, team. It's me, Mr. M. Hello. Hello. Wow, life has been busy with me, but I finally have time to write into you. Okay. Okay. Series 8 of Doctor Who is here, and I want to give my thoughts on the first nine episodes. Okay. In order of my favourites. Okay. Number one. Listen. Listen. (laughs) Calm down, it's okay. (laughs) Well, um, that scared me. It it was awesome sauce. (laughs) I like Clara and Danny and stuff on the bed and under the bed. (laughs) (laughs) I was watching different episodes a bit little, was it? And um, that sentence sounds wrong. But anyway, (laughs) it was cool. Not too sure about the end, though. Moffat. Well, that's controversial. Yeah. Yeah. Do the caretaker. Fun. Yes. Yes. Well, that was 16. That was a fun romp, that one. Yeah. Number three, kill the moon. Mm. Spiders, die, 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 spiders. Yeah. Kill the spiders? <laughs> well, they all die at the end, didn't yeah. they? They, they die, yeah. I may, I may be worried that those spiders fell to earth after the moon forward slash egg. Meg. <laughs> Shut up, Meg. <laughs> I, I don't want those spiders to fall on my head when I'm outside, but I like that. Who cares Great. about science? <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> I, I think, for the sake of uh, argument, fake Keith minds about science. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I relaxed with Just, Kill the Moon. I, I really question enjoy- on Kill the Moon. Mm-hmm. If it hadn't been Earth, yep. would it have been as far-fetched a story? No. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. So why Absolutely is it a far-fetched a story just because it's Earth? The science, you either accept the science yeah. or you don't accept the science. Well, the science of the Getty mass would always be a bit of a problem. <laughs> yeah, but, well, but anyway. we, we wouldn't have such... People wouldn't have such a problem if it was a colony world somewhere and it no, wasn't Earth. Um, yeah. yeah. But it, it, it's, it's that thing moon. of... Yes, yeah, we know it's it. there. Yeah. Number four, deep breath. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Capaldi is cool, <laughs> but it did take me a little time for me to see him as the Doctor, actually. Yeah. But when I watch this episode again with my girlfriend... That moment where Capaldi stands in the TARDIS and opens his coat to reveal. <laughs> Dirty boy. The red lining and says, I'm the Doctor. For me, he really was. Yeah, Plus, good. clockwork men, dinosaurs, and melting the Doctor in acid. <laughs> what? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I actually do that. Yeah. <laughs> Five, Mummy on the Orient Express. Fun, clever, but I hope we find out more about Gus. We we've have theories. Yeah, maybe we will. Ooh. Also, I'm pretty sure Danny is the mummy. Mm. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Thousands of years old. Soldier. But it did mm. salute with a modern salute. Yes, it did. Yeah. Yeah. expect yeah. from, uh, from Egypt. No. Yeah. From mm. 2,000, 3,000 Yeah, because that's not how Egyptian soldiers saluted. I'm sure no. it wasn't. <laughs> not on their cave painting walls. <laughs> no. <laughs> Number six, Flatline. Yeah. I like the start with a bold idea, but I got a bit bored in the middle. Good though. What? <laughs> Seven, Robot of Sherwood. Fun, bit too silly. I'd have to agree with that. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure Adam would agree. Number eight, Time Heist. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, that was the weakest for me in the season. Okay, I quite enjoyed it. Nine, Into the Dalek. Wow. Oh, no, right. that was not good. It was too... 
predictable. Oh, oh, I enjoyed that one, yeah. Hmm. But, as a whole, this series has been pretty good, with only one episode I didn't like. Mm. Four good episodes and four outstanding ones. I look forward to the final three episodes. Yeah. Anyway, um, I hope I don't leave it so long between writing and next time. No, I'm I have a kind of job now and adult things and a Ooh, girlfriend. Adult job. Mm. Real life gets in the way. Yes. yes. She likes Doctor Who too. Hooray! Hooray. She doesn't like Clara. <laughs> <laughs> I like Clara. Okay, do you make her dress up? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe oh, that's... Adam! <laughs> Maybe that's why she doesn't like her. Definitely. But anyway, it's been like six years since I first wrote into you guys. Really? Good well, it still feels like yesterday, so ah, yeah. Um, bye, Mr M. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Mr Thank M. You, Mr M. Um, yeah. P.S. Oh. oh, well, this takes you back. <laughs> P.P.S. Hey, fake Keith. P.P.P.S. How's my spelling? Fairly Terrible. good. Much Fairly better. Good. Yes. Much better, yes. P.P.P.P.S. Oh, really? Yeah. P.P.P.P. If you get the idea. It wasn't that bad. No. Numerous P's and an S. Now, that's just rude. Even more P's and an S, I know. Lots more P's and an S. Oh, also, hey, Asda Man, do you actually work in Asda? <laughs> no, but I do shop there occasionally. Mm-hmm. And a numerous succession of P's and an S. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Why you're listening, Mr. M, I'll just tell you the story of Keith's cake. Because the other day I went in to get a special 50th cake. <laughs> Big cake. For Keith printed. In which case oh, yeah. it, it would have the, the blow-up picture of you wearing the 50th hat for Crumbly's birthday. Oh, yes. Just after you'd fallen over the shopping, cut your face open. Yeah. Mm. Just yeah. after you'd had your fall, yeah. dude. After you'd had I'm your fall. <laughs> so that was what was going on the cake. You had an <laughs> argument with gravity. Yes. <laughs> gravity gravity was, yes. The shopping one. Um, <laughs> so there I was. I went into Asda, yeah. Asda to get the cake, yes. picked up the Asda. cake, no one on the bakery to print it, come back in ten minutes. So I'm avoiding some people that I've just spotted, and I turn around <laughs> trying to avoid one person, and you're behind me. <laughs> holding my birthday cake and I literally walked past you and you're looking in my direction and you completely blanked me and I quickly ran around the corner and I had to spend ten minutes following you but avoiding you (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that how you first met? Yeah, exactly in the same place in the bakery and then I went back to the bakery and they told me the cake printing machine was broken and it would take three weeks in which case all those cakes would have gone off so you could have had a blank cake (laughs) (laughs) No, the the cake you supplied was very, very nice. And and the yes. added glitter around your oh, face. Oh, yes. yes. There <laughs> we go. You don't work at Asda, though. <laughs> no, I no, don't. No. I'm afraid not. Just but... frequent it. Hey, Mr. M, is this the first time I've spoke to you since I you've think, written in? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. May well be. Yeah, she's been a while. Oh, it's been a while. Nice huh? to speak to you. Thanks for the shout-out. One out. thing with Mr. M, and I, this is this is for other female listeners. Mm-hmm. This will be other interesting. Fem- I think Mr. M isn't female. No, no. Mr. M's girlfriend doesn't like Clara. Right. Mm. I'm not madly keen on the version of Clara now, and a lot of women have picked up on Steve Moffat's ABC of writing female lead characters. Okay. It'd be interesting to find out, because a lot of the fellas like Clara. <laughs> Tolerate, I think. <laughs> and I think it's a it's a totty rating rather than a character mm, rating. She does have the totty factor, she does. I speak as... Uh... Even though she's just basically a dark-haired... Um, yes. Pond. <laughs> right. <laughs> a dark head. Like that. Mm-hmm. Look at his face. Yeah. She what? did look good in the uh, the Orange Express episode. Yeah. She what, did. What do yeah. any of our other female listeners think about the way Steve Moffat writes for women? Yeah, Is that maybe why some, some of other women before, don't so. like 
Clara so much because not as I say not to Jenna Coleman but because he writes the female assistants by numbers well there's only one way to find out what other listeners yeah. think mm. and you can let us know at show at staggering stories dot net listen <laughs> I'm going to get this very <laughs> and shove it something <laughs> <laughs> right up the head of Pertwee's nose oh, oh. 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 Hello. Hello, Mr. Hello. Hello, Hello, Is he eyeing up what's left of Jean's cake? I think he is. You know what's mm-hmm. left of my cake? My belly's full. <laughs> uh, we can force it in, I'm no, sure. No, we can't. Pass it from a chest. What about the cake? <laughs> <laughs> Leave the cake. Oh, dear. Yeah, but there again, I mean... Smut, smut, smut. <laughs> the thing is, he hasn't got an esophagus or rest of his alimentary canal, so... <laughs> he's what? He's what? He's, he's, he's just, a bit personal. He, he just masticates a lot. He does. Ooh. He doesn't stop, That's does he? he always did. Yeah. Every sleep. Does <laughs> <laughs> it down here, fortunately. So, oh, okay. so how, how would he eat it, then? Snorts. <laughs> yeah, but just drop it. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it happens where the people with full bodies just drops out the other end anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a perpetual cake machine. It's just yeah. avoiding something the missing it's a bit cycle in the of cake. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The head of Pertwee does not have a working alimentary canal. Well, that right. doesn't stop people sticking their hands up in. That anatomy uh, lesson. <laughs> do we have any more feedback, El Presidente? I don't believe we do. No. Oh, I think yes. Adrian's was big enough for four or five, really, wasn't it? <laughs> so next time we'll be covering more Doctor Who, then? We will. It's going to be difficult, though, because we could be in the middle of an episode. We'll have a mm-hmm. split story. Oh, OK. So, so so do we review one next time? We'll be or reviewing do we review one both? and guessing what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what we'll do. Will we just do the one single, the single story? story? Mm, yeah. and then will we do the, the first half? I don't yeah. know. We'll see what we feel oh, like. Oh, watch this space. Episode. We haven't done one a film review for a while. We haven't. because there have been this... Let me folk record Doctor Who getting in the way. Mm. Yeah, what was what were we going to do? I forgot me to say. Oh God! <laughs> but, uh, I'm mm. all for Ed, um, Howard the Duck, but it wasn't that no, one. It wasn't that? We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll, Maybe we'll, we'll figure do it. that next time. Whatever we said. Someone let a me few know. Ago. <laughs> yeah, I think you suggested it. We'll go back and listen to the last. Yeah. And on that, we're trying to figure it out. (laughs) That rather bemused note. Take us out, Crumbly. And so, dear listeners, this brings us to the end of another podcast. Ah, but happy birthday, Keith. Thank you. Belatedly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Happy 50th. Thank you. But never. Thank you. But never. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You can throw it if you want. It doesn't belong to me, though. (laughs) But never fear. In the next one, there'll be more of the same. Uh More fun, frivolity, and jollity. More news and reviews. More who old and new. Thank you. Mm. F for flatline and 50. Okay. Okay. (laughs) No thanks to you. (laughs) That's your week, yes. Yes, you made it to 50. Give me the cake back. <laughs> oh, it's mixed in with McDonald's. Oh. Carrots? Mm. You never see nice carrots. <laughs> what? I can show you a nice carrot. <laughs> Big diced carrot. Diced carrot. Mm. A nice diced carrot. Mm. Well, Gene will provide. Mm. <laughs> so, anyway, dear listeners, until that fulminating, floundering formation of filly jonks comes... <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> Word. Does it matter? It sounds great. Yeah, Philly Jonks, yeah. But they're characters in the Moomins. Oh, right. I'm reading the Moomins at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Just...
You killed Get your own outro. <laughs> Before I hit a hundred. I'm reading the Moomins. And what's wrong with the Moomins? Nothing's wrong with the Moomins. Hmm. Are they a bunch of... Uh, Moomins. Uh, religious nutters? <laughs> no, that's Scientologists. That's the Moomins. Often get those two confused. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Comes floundering down upon us. <laughs> this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, Jean? Over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just watching out. really, really weird YouTube clip. You zoned out. You, you, completely committed, this woman. <laughs> you have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 196, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Gene Riddler, Keith Dunn and Scott Fuller. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this has been an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. If I tell you he did Rings of Akaten, then you could lower your expectation. Oh, yeah, but he also did... Uh, hide? Hide. I think Acton was quite a short notice thing, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. So he had some excuse. <laughs> it's his ultimate foe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look what happened to her. <laughs> That's how she died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that cough's been there for about three weeks, hasn't it, Linda? <laughs> <laughs> to the front, to the front, hello, hello. Let's <laughs> go for the front. It's always the best place to start, at least. <laughs> So talk about your box. He'll <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> okay. suddenly go, ooh, 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 ooh. ooh. Gibbon. Yes. <laughs> we are here to show, show you how. Sha-la-la-la. You're looking bemused there, Scott. <laughs> the goodies. Yes, indeed. Mm. Funky Gibbon. Funky Gibbon. Car, you're 50, so that means you're old enough to remember the moon landings, clangers, hot pants, Herbie, glam rock... And space hoppers. Congratulations, I'm now officially retro. <laughs> I'll put up a link to um, a convention down in Eastbourne. It's about 100 quid to get in, which I thought yeah. was very much. But as Bill said, it's Tom Baker, Louise Jameson and John Leeson. Yeah. That, if you go back in time, is the oldest three assistants you can still get together surviving assistants you can't go back further and get a doctor and assistants all together yeah the oldest surviving if you include doctor i suppose yeah yeah the oldest surviving assistant obviously is william russell in terms of actually getting a doctor a full lineup a full lineup of doctors you've got to be the fourth doctor isn't it because the other three before that are dead yeah but going back misleading Liz Sladen, Ian Martyr. Ian Martyr, yeah, yeah. Even one of the Romanas. Yep, yep. So Louise Jameson and John Leeson are the oldest surviving, surviving team. team. So I can understand why people would, you know, if they had the money, would spend the hundred quid to go and see them, especially as, God bless his cotton socks, Tom isn't a spring chicken. No. Madame Cavaria. Ca- Madame Cavaria. Oh, OK, yeah, yeah. Yes. She blows well, up the TARDIS. Indirectly. Well, no, mm-hmm. it says she blew up the TARDIS. She arranged for it to be blown she, up. Well, she, yeah. She she got someone with a very big bomb to go boom. <laughs> Somebody beat River Song, I think. Oh, yeah. How do you build, blow up a TARDIS? Because I'm sure if you could do it that easily, the Daleks would have done it. You have to be in it to do it, I think. Mm-hmm. And secondly, 
Time War. I suspect one or two Tardises may have been destroyed. Hmm, Why yes. haven't they ripped holes in time um, every time? Around. Grasping at straws because, like I said, <laughs> I didn't like. I didn't like that whole arc anyway. It just pissed me off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it did make the first it's, time. It's showing your age it. there. Yeah, <laughs> it's the way I suspect the TARDIS was caused to self-detonate. Every star We're saying that River was a bomb and actually blew up I, inside the TARDIS. I don't think I'm she, blew, I don't think she, she blew was a bomb, up. but I think, she, yeah, I think she, there may have been a way that Subconsciously she was Subconsciously, she programmed to, it to blow yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I blame her hair. 